to be here today. Are we recording now? I shanghaied this podcast into existence. Are we recording now? That is my funny <laughs> way of saying we are recording now. Oh, we're recording now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Recording cool. now. We're recording. We're broadcasting from the wonderful mythical land of Sydney, Australia. Oh, the the Melbourne of New South Wales. <laughs> it is. And when you think about it, Sydney and Melbourne they're the same piece. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've always said this. Like the biggest difference between Sydney comedians and Melbourne comedians um, is the city they live in. That is exactly right, and that is today's guest, who I would say is a Sydney comedy titan. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little warning. This is going to be a burp zone. Yeah, yeah. It's Kevin Jin. Hello, it's 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 Kevin Jin. Feet, Ross Purdy, tight beat. Featuring? I guess. I don't know. How is that how it works? How am I just a featuring? This is my podcast. Well, it's my life, baby. All right. <laughs> Fair okay, enough. Bon, jo- bon Jovi over here. Yeah. He brought in, he brought in fidget spinners. Uh, yeah, it's like, um, these are just kind of like, it's like a marble that's stuck in like a mesh tube with the end sewn together so you can just squeeze the marble up and down the, the, the mesh tube if you want and that part i've gotten down but yeah. he was trying to teach me how i can shake it but i was so not you, getting if, it if you because uh, i know how like I, I know this is like a audio based medium but if you just imagine uh a mesh mesh tube mesh tube with the end sewn flat kind of like a lolly wrapper and you squeeze the ends push them together into like a little square make the middle all fat then you can change you can shake the marble which I will now demonstrate. Wait, hold on. So, so like this, like an accordion, like you're squeezing the accordion. Yeah, that's the sound of a marble being shaken, baby. I'm kind of doing it. Y- yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no right or wrong way. You know, that's just. That's I just mean that that way. Of, you're trying to tell me there is a wrong way, and I and it's me. I'm doing it the wrong way. Yeah, there's something. The yeah, high, the high, like yeah, it's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not right. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's yin and yang. You know, <laughs> yin and yang, famous Sydney comedy duo. Am I right? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they've relocated after collaborating with Lil John and the Eastside Boys. Right, absolutely right. Oh my God. What people do not know about Little John and Eastside Boys is that they got their start at the comedy store in Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Um, you know, you know, um, watching them. <laughs> who's a who's a famous Sydney cider? Um, um, Bondi Vet. So the Bondi Vet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown came up on the comedy store. He was doing something about how you've got to save this sh- poor little shark. Yeah. Baby shark. It's going to die. Yeah. Do, 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 do. The next thing you know, the MC calls to the stage. 
freaking Little John and Eastside Boys. And what did it come out with, Kevin? Um, I think it was Get Low. This is when Get Low was really hot. It was a really bold choice to do crunk at the Sydney Comedy Store, but it worked, you know? Like it it, it went, blew minds, it crushed. It, yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah. It's great. <laughs> what did you say when you saw Little John and the Eastside Boys at the first time? I remember seeing them out loud uh, and seeing them and saying out loud to myself, I will always treasure this memory for the rest of my life of seeing Lil John and the Eastside Boys perform at the famous comedy store in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> and what did Lil John respond with? Um, tell, tell, tell the audience what you told me. Uh, many of his famous ad libs, um, such as, yeah, okay, um, all the classics really. Get just, crunk? Yeah, get crunk, yeah. Just, you know, a, a great time was had by all. Um, yeah. yeah. And I remember you were telling me that little John yelled out, what, what? And then you, it was too loud. So you were like, turn it down, turn it down. Yeah, I think he was referencing when he was on, that's, you know, do you know, do you know Dave Chappelle? I Vaguely Not know personally. Dave Chappelle. I vaguely know of Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he and um, Lil John also had like a, a collab at one point, and yeah, it was. Um, if you're real, if you're a real Chappelle head, um, you know, check it out. I reckon if you haven't seen it, go, go to Google, type in um, Dave Chappelle, Lil John, Daily Motion. Might be mm. able to find it there. Well. Lil John said, turn down for what? For what? Turn down for what? Sorry, what? You said, turn down for what? So I can't hear you. Can you turn it up? Turn down for what? 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So that eventually led to that famous hit song. Yeah. Turn down for what? What song? Turn down for what? Oh. Oh. Ugh. You know, it was the East Side Boys who got into Dave Chappelle's ear and told him, hey, you know what you should do in 2020? Just really start laying into trans people for no reason. For no real reason. You know how they've, like, they already have a lot, a lot to deal with. Why don't you make it worse for them? I, I think this is a character I've come up with. Um, it, it's... It's guy in 2023 who just genuinely doesn't know what trans people are, but has no like discernible opinion apart from just naivety. That's a character I've come up with. Okay, let's do that now. Kevin Jin's new character, 2023 guy who has no con concept of trans people, but has no real opinion on them either. Yeah. Wait, so what do you mean when you say, what do you mean trans? You know, like how... Some people are, are, are born a man. Some people are born a woman. Mm. Well, sometimes certain people don't feel like they actually align with what they were born into. Oh. So a man can actually feel like a woman on the inside. So what oh. they do is they take steps to try and, like, fulfill that feeling inside them to, to be their true self. Oh, Okay. I have, um, it's a lot of information to take in. I'm, yeah, I don't know quite what I think about that at the moment. It's a lot of information to take in. 
And uh, that's my character, guy who doesn't know what trans people are in 2023. <laughs> and you are a master of characters. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's true. I um, do. Do you remember that movie, The Master of Disguise? I, yes. Well, I watched that as a child. And Dana Carvey, him doing, <laughs> him doing the Turtle Man, <laughs> it wasn't totally enough for the Turtle Club. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was you. that was a character playing a character, and not only that, but in that movie there were other characters as well. The, 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 the other characters don't play characters, but the main character does play other characters within the character. And one of the characters that he plays, Dana Carvey, is Tony Montana. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Ah, uh, the guy from Scarface. I don't know what Al Pacino's is. Scarface character, which is a funny character to play in, like what's meant to be a family film. Again, I was very young when I watched this film. I, I don't know what these things are. Well, Tony Montana's <laughs> famous line: "It's down as like a giant pussy waiting to waiting to be fucked." Oh my god, that's so graphic! It is very graphic. That's very. Just imagine Al Pacino trying to do some kind of Colombian accent and just butchering it. That oh was my, my voice. And the worst part of all is that he wasn't turdly enough for the Turtle Club. No, neither was Tony Montana. Uh, that's, how, that's how fiction works, right? Like every character is the other character that they depict. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm too, well, lost. I'm too lost in this character, Kevin Jen. Well, you've pretty much completely, uh, completely summed up my whole comedic point of view. I've summed up your whole. My whole, my whole view. <laughs> Everything is the same, right? Every, everything relates. Everything, everywhere, all at, all at once. And you famously came out against that movie. Oh, um, uh, oh, okay. You said, uh, there was, <laughs> you said there was too many honkies. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I call people from Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honkies... <laughs> you know, Honkies is a famous other term for some other type of people. Oh yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I have no comment about that. No. Is this a twenty twenty three man who has no comment on the, no the white people slur? No, I think um, I don't even feel like I, calling it a slur. Right? It's too. It's not, I think it's not a slur. I think it's okay to be white. <laughs> Kevin you know? Jin coming out saying the controversial hot takes. I think it's okay to be white. Like, just don't be a dick about it. You know, like I don't. You know, you know. It's like if, if you're vegan or like from Melbourne or like whatever. You know, it's like it's you know you can do it. It's it's all right. I am from Melbourne, and being a dick about it's all I have. Yeah, I. I mean, sure. Like, I mean. You know, we've talked a lot about the East Coast already on this episode yeah, so far. Yeah, the East Side Boys, sure. East Side Boys, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's what's famously called, uh, like, as we famously call in the industry, the East Side Boys is um, all male comics from Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, mm. and any other cities in between. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just feel free to let it all out in this podcast, Kevin. God, I'm so fucking tired. Oh, God. We don't <laughs> sense it. I was anything. running late. The train was fucking delayed. There's some back burning in Sydney at the moment, so I've had to wear a mask all day. 
start triggering my asthma. I'm fucking, I've, oh God, I'm in this booth now. Jeez. It's not that claustrophobic in here, is it? It's not a matter of claustrophobia. It's more just, I think, just, you know, like just having, I've just had a big day already. It's, it's not even three o'clock yet. Fuck. God. Anyway, sorry, what was the question? Uh, what was the question? What did I just ask? Turn down for what? Turn down for who? Turn down for whom? Yeah, that's what it should have been. Yeah. If there's anything I do not like about Little John is his disrespect for grammar. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. But Go. feel free to burp on Mike. This is a burp free. This is we burp freely here. Yeah, I um I can burp on command, but I can also do that fart thing with my palms where I put my fart like palms together. Is it right if I do that? Yeah, just do that now. Wow. And so, like, my palms are a bit sweaty as well, so there's there's that extra, like, texture to the sound profile. Wow. Yeah. And that wasn't his butt, everyone. Yeah. That was his palms. Yeah, yeah. The butt of the hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, um, you know, but butts, they're holes, but palms, <laughs> no holes. No, it's hands or butts about it. Yeah, palms, no holes, unless you're the Lord. <laughs> You're Jesus, and you have stigmata. Yes. Yeah. 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 St- yeah. We. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. Yes, Ross. I have stigmata. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we need to dig stigmatize the Lord. Stigmata. <laughs> Destigmatize stigmata. Yeah. De destigmatize stigmata eyes. You know, like, like the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> that guy is stigmata eyes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's um, there's a lot of word association going right now, and um, yeah, that's my entire comedic point of view. No, it's a really it's free it's, form association. It's very um, John Burroughs. Is that his name? Fucking no, William Burroughs. What, what's the guy? The heroin guy. Probably William Burroughs. Yeah, and Jack Kerouac or Jack whatever. Jack Kerouac on the road, baby. Yeah, just like free form, like word association, like co- like an endless stim of consciousness. Yeah, that's my comedy, man. People describe it as being like Jack Kerouac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that you are going to die of a heroin overdose. Is that what you died of? Probably. I mean, what was he? He was some trust fund kid who's like, I'm giving away my money, man. Yeah. I'm going to travel on the road, do some heroin in my veins. Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was the inspiration for the song Hit the Road, Jack. Yes, yeah, because he hit the road. Yeah, sorry, I'm just moving away He's from He's moving the mic. away from the mic to get some water. Yeah. He's a master of characters, and one of his characters is moving away from the mic. To it's, get some water. It's a, it's, a, it's a modern update on the Tazon day, moving away from the mic to breathe. But in, this time around, I've, I've addressed a different need on the base of the Maslow Pyramid. That's free for free. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Did you get that ad? Which ad? Free for free. F- free for... Three for free. Free what? Free for free. Free for free. You know, free for free. I don't know. So the guy from Wilfred that wasn't Wilfred and the woman from Wilfred that wasn't Wilfred. Angus Sampson? Yeah, so Angus Sampson. 
From Fargo season two, Angus Sampson? From season two. Mm. And and the woman mm. they were in this ad together. Yeah. And they were talking about how he wanted he wanted free for free. He wanted free things for free, but he had like buck teeth. Mm. So it just sounded so bizarre. What was the ad for? Like what was the brand or product? Insurance? I think it was for insurance. Oh. Insurance against what? Uh, that f- fucking rascally little dog cunt Wilfred. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you watch the American season of that? Like, the American version of that? Yeah, I did watch the American version of that. Did you rate it? It was okay. Was it was right? a completely different show than the oh, Australian like, one. Yeah, it had, like, what, Elijah Woods as the yeah. main guy? The set-upon man who was haunted by this Australian dog. Well, they played out the whole he's mentally ill angle of it. Oh, and that's why he they was tried sick. to explain it rather than he was just like, oh, it's just a, an absurd this, yeah. dog. And then the Australian version is just like, it's just a guy in a dog there. I mean, who cares? Oh, uh, yeah, they had to like make it more normal or something based in reality. Yeah, they had to ground it a bit more. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> oh, shit. Thank you. Fuck. Okay, yep. <laughs> So is your Sydney Fringe show all about Wilfred? Is that why we're talking about it? No, no, no. My Sydney Fringe show is um, it's all about it's all about Buddhist enlightenment. Um, so it could be about Wilfred. Well, if he was a little more enlightened, maybe he would not have seen Wilfred. Yeah, yeah. Was that the main message of that show? I don't know. I, I it's hard for me to remember things right now. Again, I'm, I'm very exhausted. I'm so tired. <laughs> but um, no, my Sydney friend show is about um, it's about Buddhism. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know what your show is about. Um, does anyone? I know what my show is about. What's your show about, Ross? So it's it's like me and this other guy, right? Yeah. And like we call ourselves late night party boys. Yeah. But we're not. We're not. You look at us and go, these guys aren't, these guys aren't party boys. They're just a couple of nerds. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, they're not party boys. They're party men. But nah, we're barely men. Okay. We're barely men. Yeah. And we're both in our 30s, but we're barely men. Yeah. You're barely men. You're not burly men. You're barely we're not, men. We're not burly men. And we're not bear. We're not bear men. We're not bears. Yes. So we're a sketch comedy duo. Yeah. And... We're sentenced by a judge to do a kid's show. That's a funny conceit for a show. That's a funny grounding premise. <laughs> yeah, and then it gets real fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I imagine it would. I um, I imagine it would. There's no Buddhism, Buddhism in there. No, no. no I, I, I would be surprised if there would be. I feel like, what's the term? Putting a hat on top of a hat? <laughs> But Judge is a Buddhist, actually. We just don't get into it. Oh, yeah, it's just like a passing mention. It's just like, oh, by the way. Not even, not even a passing mention. We don't mention it at all. Oh. But we have this big, like, you know, like, Bible thing. Oh, with all yeah. of the, Like, the characters and the their motivations, motivations and, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And we don't even explain half of it within the show, but Judge is a Buddhist. Yeah. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a wikia that you made for your own universe. Yeah. Yeah. How many links are purple? Four. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So your show's about Buddhism. Yeah. You're yeah, at the, I, you're at the Sydney Fringe, and you're a, you're a Sydney man. 
Yep, I'm a I'm a I'm a Sydney 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 comedian um, doing Sydney Fringe this year. I'm looking forward to my show. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be about it's going to be about. I mean, like I mean that's the that's the hook for the show that I say it's about this big philosophy, but then it's really about more very minute things that have happened to me. But then I pretend that it, you know what I mean. Like you know how to you know like fucking yeah. You know how comedy works. Yeah, you know how hooks. You know how marketing and yeah, you got to say like a show is about this, but it's like maybe it's five minutes all up. Yeah, it, it it mentions, but then you do that thing where you cheat and you let the audience do the work in their own heads, kind of like the later seasons of Lost, where it's just like you just you just make gaps and then hope that the audience infers and like fills them in enough on their own that you look like you've done something very meaningful and coherent. What I've always said about Kevin Chin is that he is the J.J. Abrams of, of comedy. Yeah, I've got a lot of lens flare in my show. He's, he's always about the mystery box. Yeah. In the mystery box form of storytelling that's never solved. Yeah, it's a it's an immutable black box. Yeah. Were you on SBS Viceland for a thing, something about SBS? I don't know. Um, I did a podcast with my friend Jenny for... For SBS, it was like it was like an odd piece of content because it was like one of those like casual hanging out podcasts, not as like meta or as inside baseball as this one, but it was more like a oh we're just hanging out, just riffing. Sometimes we give advice to some people who write in questions, like you know, like you know how content is. Yeah, content. Yeah, but then also it's, it was weird because it wasn't like an on. It was like we, re- we recorded and released a batch of six, and like that's it. Like it was just, it was an interesting experiment. I guess um, I was happy to make it. It was fun to do. Shout outs to the team that made it. I guess you can listen to it if you want. And what's it called? It's called the Parasocial Social Club. Parasocial Social Club is that like the anti-social? Yeah, it's, social it was club? A, yeah, it's a, it was a reference to that, and also kind of like a nod to just kind of like you know like I guess that you know how the the meta game for content creators now is to acknowledge that they are content creators. And then, like... The parasocial relationships between them and the audience. Yeah. And the audience always loves trying to think of, like, oh, they sound a bit down in this episode. I bet it's because of this, because they said this and Yeah, that. yeah. Again, it's like you, you present gaps, allow the audience to fill it in for themselves, and then, like, project any constructed meaning onto you, you know? It's just, you know, it's just... A game. It's like, you know, when you listen to, like, a very niche podcast, and if it just feels like you're spying... I've always said this about this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like being spied on. It's like being surveilled. Yeah. Except the, I'm the one who's doing spying. Yeah. On yourself. And on my guests. Oh. Have you been spying on me, Ross? I, this podcast is a way of spying on people. Making sure that they're sticking on the right track. Mm. My interviews are more like interrogations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I bet, Kevin, you think this is barely an interview. I, I, I asked one question. Turned out for what? Yeah, that's a question. Yeah, that is a question. That yeah. is a question. You also asked me what my friend's show was about, I think, or I just volunteered that. Look, it, this I feels asked like it. a... I asked it. Yeah, oh, you did? Okay. And I asked, about, I asked about your collaboration. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 SBS. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw a thing about it. 
Did yeah. you do video content? I saw video content. Yeah, it was, a, it was a podcast. It's also a vodcast. Because, because everything know, has to be filmed now. Yeah, you know, you just got to engage as many neurons in the audience as you can. You got to get those neurons to fire. We all, you know, we all exist in it. Well, I mean, even saying we all exist in, in an intentional economy is, uh, that's old hat. You know? You know. It's old dichotomy. Yeah. It's an old paradigm. Yeah. We're about new paradigm. Yeah. We're about transcend, tra- transcendentalism. Okay, now here's a new character for you. Yeah. 2023 guy who doesn't know about transcendentalism. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What's this about? You can exit the cycle of suffering? Yeah. You can... You can cease desire? Yeah, you can like become more than your yourself. You can you can supersede the self. You can exit supersede the body. Go the mind is a powerful thing. You can you can exit the, the wheel of suffering? What? Exit the wheel of suffering. That's a lot of information to take in all of a sudden. I'm not sure what I think about that just yet. <laughs> Five minutes later. Oh god. What what do you think about it now? I still don't know. It's a lot. It's a it's a very large amount to take in. Yeah, far out. I, I don't even know if I think. I don't even know what I think. I don't know if I even think. Is that transcendentalism? I I don't know. Hey Greg, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. Hey Greg, I've got nipples. Can you transcend me? Is the character's name Greg? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Is he Greg Fokker from Meet the Fockers? Um, I don't. We for the for the purposes of this this verbal riff that we're doing is that what you're asking me? Yes. Um, we could make him that. We could make him that. Yeah, we could if you wanted to. Wasn't it funny how his name is similar to fucker? What? His name was similar to the word fucker. That, I yeah that. That's pretty. That's pretty effing funny. That is hilarious. What an unlikely name. Yeah, that's, that's, wow. I, I've never really thought about it like that before. His name's not actually Greg either. It's it's Gaylord. Whoa, really? So you got a little bit of homophobia in there. Yeah, sorry. We're just pausing this to say that this is still a guy who doesn't know what transcendentalism is in 2023, <laughs> but he also doesn't know what Meet the Fockers the movie is. By <laughs> the way, he doesn't know. Sorry, back the in the scene. Back in the scene. Okay, no. <laughs> what? No. no. Turn down for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't that funny? His name is Gaylord Fokker. That's... Got a bit of homophobia in there. Just imagine. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's... Someone of the same gender being attracted to someone of the same gender. Wait, Could what's, you imagine gen- what's gender? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, gender's a construct. Hold on there, Greg. Yeah. Sorry, we've just done this thing where we revealed that the guy who doesn't know what transcendentalism is is also the same guy who doesn't know what... Trans people are <laughs> transgender sure people. He doesn't seem to know much. No, no. The it's, it's going to be revealed later on that he's actually got a severe head injury. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got a severe head injury. <laughs> well, I got a severe head injury. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take a severe head injury. Hold the injury. Ayo. <coughs> head. Yeah. Yeah. It's a term for a blowjob. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, I was trying to derive comedic value from that. And I'm not deriving comedic value by over-explaining it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, 
How many levels of anti do you think you're on? Like, what would you? How many <laughs> levels of anti? Like, what's the what's the new meta? You know, like, is it like a Steam update where it's like new anti meta just dropped, like v one point four oh two patch thirty seven? How many layers of like meta deconstructionist comedy am I on right now? Yeah, too much for the masses, Kevin. I'm doing the Elon Musk face. Yeah. And he's smoking right now too. Yeah, gosh. Far out. I feel like um every it's like you know how there's like noise shows where they you know they get all these like you know eight different pedals and like create yeah, like that wow, type of stuff. Wow, 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 yeah. And it's like it isn't like a distinct it is a distinct like construct outside of but adjacent to like live music performance. You know? Yeah. I'd love to go to a noise show and just like not have any pedals or anything, just have like a laptop and then just play like 12 different podcasts at once. I think that'd be a pretty good noise set. What would the podcasts be? I think one of them would have to be This American Life. Yes, This American Life, one. I think at least three instances of this podcast in like three different tabs all at once. Yeah. And then the other remaining eight podcasts, I can just kind of chuck on whoever I want, mix and match, maybe even just put up some YouTube clips of like... Um, Carl Stefanovic highlights that could be pretty fun as well. That's not a podcast, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a noise show. It's like there's, there are no rules, you know. It's like you know, it's just the purest art as stim, stim as art type of human function that we can imagine. My comedy is like noise. Yeah, yeah, like, like a noise show. Yeah, no, it's, I, I watched your show in the basement and it was one of the most, it was a genuinely transcendental experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just seeing puppets and all these word word free associations plus references to camp cope is just i was just i know i've had you know you know when people say oh something's like a fever dream yeah i've had fever dreams and i can understand why people use that simile because it's an accurate simile what is a fever dream right it's like a dream you're sweating yeah yeah sure you're actually dreaming right now yeah i've never watched inception yeah, but I have dreamt. Really. But I have dreamt that I've watched it. I have watched Boogie Nights. Did you like it? Was it good? Is it the same as Inception? I think it's the same. Boogie Nights is Inception. Yes. Yeah, I, I've, I, I haven't watched either of those movies, so I think. I you think know, you've would. entered a different reality, and you're still in a dream when William H Macy blows his brains out on New Year's Eve. Oh, spoilers. Oh, sorry. Spoilers for a film from all the way back in the mid-90s. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Kevin. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, Boogie Nights is, is kind of like Inception because, like, uh, I like to dream about porno. Oh, man. Oh, Sorry, in 2023, porno was uh, spelt with an X at the end. <laughs> porno X. No, not just ponks. Ponks. Ponks, yeah. Ponks. Ponks, yeah. Well, you know, porno yeah. excludes a certain type of people. Yeah, because uh, English is, you know, it's kind of a Latin-based language, so porno would be the masculine form and porna would be the feminine form, I guess. I know I'm, I'm, this is from my introductory Italian course I did years ago as an elective. So, you know, my, um, 
not even going to finish this bit, I reckon. Nah, <laughs> not. No, God. But you're a master of characters, right, Kevin? Yeah, you know, I am, I am. Um, yeah, you know, um, I've got this character called... Um, Called Rodney Nice. Oh, I like I like I like to I like to do verbally. Well, when I, when I say I like to do verbally, it's like I just say I've got this character called Rodney Nice, and then I start to doing do Rodney the Nice. Yeah. Um, would you would, would you like to hear me do that? Yes, let's do that. So Kevin, leave the room. Let's make way for Rodney Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm Kevin, but now I'm going to start doing this character called Rodney Nice. Yeah, fucking McDonald's. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice treat with the family after my son does well at footy. Really, Rodney? Yeah. Bloody McNuggets. Yeah, good. Hey. Oh, yeah, my, son, my son loves the, um, what's it, the, 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 um, the burgers. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of him. I love him so much. So you have a wife. Do you respect her as an individual and a person? Oh, she's the primary breadwinner, mate. Like, I'm actually a house husband, you know. People would have laughed at that a long time ago, but, oh, you know, I reckon, you know, whatever works for us works for us, you know, in this modern economy. I'm a feminist. My name's Rodney Nice. <laughs> wow, Rodney, you are quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really into, um, you know, supporting my local community. Would you consider yourself an ally at the POCs? Uh, you know what? Like, sometimes the terminology, I can't keep ahead of it all the time, but that's okay. I, it doesn't have to, you know, like, I don't know what that is, but I'm happy to put in some time aside this week to, to read and learn about it. Rodney, I am attracted to you. That's very... It's, Sexually. Th- that's flattering, Ross. But um, this is a this is a work environment, and I uh, while while I while I do feel a little bit flattered, I, I you know I like to keep this professional. Keep at the it moment. professional, okay? Yeah, okay. Thank you, Ross. So you not you don't want to just you know, get up on the table and just maybe shake around a little bit? Are you asking Rodney or Kevin? I'm asking Rodney. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, I just forgot how character company worked for a second. Fuck. Oh, um, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay, Kevin. That was Rodney Nice. Yeah, and uh, I think that was, uh, we're going for a plot line where, you, like, Ross Purdy sexually harasses Rodney Nice. And then... Some, yeah, I don't know. Were you, were you aiming for like a cancellation idea there? Yeah, I was aiming to try and get Rodney Nice, see how far, how nice can he be, right? Mm. How much will he be willing to take shit? Yeah, it's a very good question to ask because, you know, nice isn't good and good isn't nice, you know? Like, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, that's the eternal question of what liberalism is in Western society, you know, what's nice versus what's good. That's a good. That's that's a good. That's a good. It's uh, <laughs> a good point of view, Kevin. Yeah, you don't want to just get up on this table and just you know shake around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross Purdy, more like Rodney Horney. <laughs> oh, oh, bloody Rodney Horney! 
Everyone makes me bloody horny. As long as there are up over the uh, legal age of consent. I don't get horny over babies. That's not what Rodney Horny's all about, even though most other people make me horny. It's good to know Rodney Horny. You want to ask me any questions about the things making me <laughs> make me horny? <laughs> uh, Rodney Horny, what's your backstory and what are your motivations? <laughs> well, when I was a very young lad, I came from a very conservative, sexually repressed family. And so when I moved out of home at 18, I, it, it gave me an opportunity to truly express sexual freedom. And it turns out, all those years of repression, deep, deep, deep inside me is a man who is constantly horny. Mm. And so, so that's the kind of the the the, the backstory. The the um. That's my backstory. It is about Rodney Horny's backstory. Yeah. 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 And so, what's the what's the current arc for for Rodney Horny? What's what's Rodney Horny well, trying to move towards? Well. I'm very horny right now, and thank God I live in... Thank God I do theatre in Melbourne, because we're all <laughs> bloody horny over there. Is that the new show on Channel 10? Thank God I do theatre in Melbourne. And everybody's <laughs> bloody horny on that show. We all know that. Yeah. Um, uh, Rodney Horny, are you one of the cast members? Are you one of the ensemble cast, or are you one of the recurring guests on... Thank God I live in Melbourne and do theatre. Well, I'm actually one of the recurring, <laughs> recurring cast members. Mm, mm. Thank God, it doesn't matter if you're not any good at improv because all they want from you on that show is to, like, be thrown off and be like, what? Mm, mm. Huh? Oh, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an elimination. It's like a squid game. It's like yeah. a squid game. Thank, thank ba- God, bad I, improv. Thank God, I live and do theatre in Melbourne. Is actually not a live improv show. It's actually um, a, it's like a challenge-based reality TV show. Yeah, I let previous host Shane Bourne finger my rectum. <laughs> <laughs> He's bloody horny too. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Shane, Shane Bourne, more like Shane Horn. Oh, that's what we call them too, mate. It's what we call them too. I'm Rodney Horny. Yep, yeah. And uh, and you're 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 trying to win. Thank God, I live and do theatre in Melbourne, Rodney Horny. Yeah, I'm trying to be like the top, <laughs> the top dog, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. a horn dog right and, now, and but the, I want to be the top dog. And what's the what's the challenges for the for your upcoming challenge on Thank God I live and do theatre in Melbourne? Um, Rodney Horny. <laughs> Look at an in and north Brunswick Brunswick vegan without getting a boner. Yeah, and um, I'm trying to practice that right now, actually. And um, any smear kabucha <laughs> on my body without getting my nipples erect. Yeah. That happens too when you're a fe- horny theatre kid in Melbourne. I'm Rodney Horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so Rodney Horny, you, you, you know, you, you're talking about trying to make it on, try, trying to win, thank God I live and do theatre in Melbourne. Um, and what, what's the, you said that the final challenge, the final round of, of that show, it involves trying to get 
festival managed venue for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Can you tell me more about that? Well, Mr. Horny? Well, you know, what you need to do, to, you have to eat everyone out. Everyone. And you have to eat from out everywhere. Yeah. The butt, the pussy, the urethra, I'm Rodney Horny. Yeah. And, but if you don't do it to com- don't you know eat them out to completion, you don't get the FMV. And I haven't eaten them out to completion just yet. Mm. And so that's what that's. And where, where can we catch your your your? Where, where is? Thank God, I live and do theatre in Melbourne. Where's that streaming, Rodney Horney? Where can we catch that? Uh, ten play. Ten play. <laughs> Uh, you can see me at the Palais Theatre March 29th to April 21st next year when my, I do a whole hour show talking about my escapades. Well, thank God I'm in Melbourne. I don't do theatre. I'm Rodney Horney. Yeah. All right. And scene. What did we like about that? What did we... I thought Rodney Horney went a bit too far sometimes. Very graphic. It's very graphic, man. I don't know how you eat out a urethra. I guess. I mean, I, I was... Yeah... I mean, I was with a friend of mine, and I, my my prediction is that the next meme, the, the next sex meme thing is going to be sounding. So you know, you know, you know, sounding. Sounding. I don't know what that is. It's um, it's when you like lubricate like a thin metal rod and like push it down the shaft of the penis. Oh. It's like yeah, you like urethra play or something like that. Like it's like yeah, it's like an it's an obscure thing that you can, you know. That was kind of my prediction that sounding is going to be the new thing. Like you know how you know why how is it called sounding? I don't know. I I'm, I imagine there's lots of sounds. Ow! But um. Ooh. Yeah. Ow. Ooh. Ooh! Who shoved this rod down my dick? <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that's my prediction for the new meme, like the new sex meme. It's like you know how like eating ass and feet yeah. were, the, were the, well, you know they've they've had their time, you know. It's like the zeitgeist is kind of like still gestating a new like, because it starts off as body horror, but then becomes body comedy. You know, like oh feet yuck, but then now it's like ho ho feet. Yeah. So you're saying that at the next festival Flume's gonna stick a rod in his urethra? Yeah. Uh, no comment. That means yes, he's definitely gonna do it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just, I just really, I just, I just really don't want to talk about Flume. Why not? <laughs> what does Flume do to you, Kevin? No, I did something. I was just really rude to him once for no reason. This is sorry. This is I'm breaking. I'm breaking all the layers to just say something that really happened. Oh in wow! In real life. Hey, this is a real show. Yes, we're, we're moving vertically and horizontally on this podcast conceptually. But um, I was I was very rude to Flume once outside a, a outside like a club in Sydney. Um, I thought it would be a funny bit, but um, I don't think he enjoyed it, and I don't think my then girlfriend at the time enjoyed it. And that girlfriend became Flume's girlfriend. Nah. And then she had her ass eaten out by him at that one festival. No, no. Sorry, no. I'm back on. Sorry, sorry. Let me just meet you on your layer. I I never leave this layer, man. So I'm back. Yep, yep, you know, a, yeah, yeah, that absolutely happened. Yeah, that happened, Ross. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I can't approach sincerity. Yeah. What do I even do, Kevin? Um, 
I think what happens is kind of like what you said earlier, like you spy, like you use a podcast to kind of like spy on other people, and you, but you also like you kind of make contagious your like permanent galaxy brain syndrome, and then you just see we, we, we see what happens from there. <coughs> oh, God, you know. I think there's only one thing we can do right now. Yeah. We've got to wrap this show up. We've got to wrap up. We've got to wrap up. Yeah, we've you got to wrap a, up. You got to go anything to plug? Um, I am doing a Sydney Fringe Comedy Festival show, but honestly, I don't know who your demo is, Ross. Like, is it, like, very, very niche? Like, you're the alt comics listening in or... I don't know. How, how useful is it for me to plug my Sydney Fringe show? Um, I mean, the- just find out. Someone from Russia could come down and see it. That's true. I, I have a listener from Russia. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, All comedians, the people who love them. Yeah, that's my target demographic, man. You're the alt comedians, alt comedian. That's what I am. Yeah. Um, congrats on the Golden Gibbo <laughs> for the nomination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I won it in my heart. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll plug my show. Um, it's at the Sydney Fringe Festival, Comedy Festival, September 21st, 23rd, and 24th. I've got pretty decent ticket sales. So honestly, at this point, I'm just anyone that extra that does buy a ticket, I'm happy with. It's gravy. Yeah, yeah, it's in a good position, whereas I'm just like, I'm not too fussed on selling it out. I'm not fussed on like making money off. I just want to make a good show. Um, that was sincere. But, um, you know, it's okay to be sincere. Like, it's okay to be white, you know? It's like, it's not your fault. You can't help it. <laughs> I am wearing a pink mask right now. That we can all agree on, right? Yes, yes, we can. Yes, we absolutely can. You got any final words, Kevin? Um, not yet. Uh, I intend on living for much longer. Kevin Jun, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Ross Purdy. I'm Rodney Horning. <laughs> 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 